Hello and welcome to the official PlayStation Magazine mini-sode. Uh, we've done one after skipping a couple. Uh, we are back, as we promised, with a mini-sode. Uh, I am editor Matthew Pellet, and I am joined here by the usual gang. Hello, I'm staff writer Jen Simpkins. And I'm staff writer Ben Tyra. Ben, what's that on your neck? This is, this is a massive hickey. No, it's not. <laughs> I got shot in the neck in Los Angeles where I went paintballing. And I've become apparently an industry legend. Uh, did it hurt? No. Well, what a, a little. Look, there's yeah. still tears in his eyes. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> um, it was. It looked a lot worse than it it's actually was. Pained. Yeah. So if you guys are interested in seeing Ben's neck, don't worry. We'll give you the opportunity next issue in OPM. I've just been checking the issue though. That blood in the photo. Isn't that, that colour is from the paint? No, that's paint. Oh, I was like, oh my god! I thought this like looks like your whole like thing of your neck's been soaked, but it must it's, be red paint. It's orange. Don't panic, anyone. It's you're called reading. paintball. <laughs> paintball. Oh yeah. Bloody hell. Uh, so, Literally. also talking about next issue. Um, first of all, I should say we're recording this uh, a day before deadline, which is pretty terrifying because there's a lot still to do. Um, secondly, there's a lot still to do because I have been in the country for. for oh, Four and a half hours now. I landed in Heathrow uh, this morning and I've come straight over to do a, a bit of mag stuff and do the podcast or mini-sode, I should say, um, because I've been over in New York and I was at the PlayStation meeting where, of course, they unveiled uh, PlayStation Slim. Yep. Which no one knew about. <laughs> no. Uh, so and obviously the biggest talking point, which is PlayStation 4 Pro. So PlayStation 4 Pro is going to be your next cover on OPM. Uh, or one of the two covers, I should say, because we've got a twin issue uh, coming up on sale 27th of Feb. One of the covers is PlayStation 4 Pro. Uh, the other cover is all about PlayStation 27th VR. 27th Feb? Uh, do I, did I say Feb? Yes. <laughs> Jet lag's kicking in. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. 27th of Sept. September. <laughs> That'll do. Um, this is going to be such a fun well, one. To be it. honest, like... I mean, at the rate I'm getting through the mag, maybe it will be Feb by the time it's on sale because it ain't getting set in the next year, as I can tell you. Oh, uh, so 27th September, that's on sale. Two mags in uh, one lovely fold-out package. Uh, PS4 Pro on one cover, PSVR on the other because it's PSVR launch. Oh, my gosh. And what's even October. more exciting is that you've actually played on a PS4 Pro. Yeah, so I've played with PlayStation 4 Pro. I've also sat down talked to a lot of the devs who are working on PlayStation 4 Pro. Uh, I caught up with a whole bunch of people over uh, in New York, Naughty Dog, Sucker Punch, uh, Insomniac, uh, who else? Gorilla Games, mm, BioWare and Mass <gasps> Effect. What? Uh, so, uh, so yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, it'll be even cooler once it's written. I've got, <laughs> I've got a weekend for writing this. Um, but yeah, so I don't know how it came across in the stream. So I was I was there second row uh, for the presentation. I will be honest, halfway through the presentation, I wasn't feeling it too much. Not because uh, I wasn't liking the sound of it, but just because the, the actual screen they had in the middle didn't display things amazingly, I thought. So, really? So when For Honor came out, I was just like... This is on PlayStation 4 Pro. Uh, That's funny because I would have thought that would have looked amazing, and I thought us on stream. Yeah, we were well, just well it's like, weird. Oh, okay, there was, we're like, get the there was like a giant screen in the middle, uh, which I was a bit too close to, to be honest. And right. then either side, there were like proper 4K. So the giant screen in the middle was a projection, uh, and then on either side there was the uh, the 4K HDR tellies, where stuff looked a lot better. That's where they showed Horizon, and that looked 
that looked amazing. I'll come to that in a bit. But it was really annoying because they just had like the game logo in the middle of the the main projection. So then we had to like crane our necks to try and see the, the screens either time. It's like, damn it, why did I get here early? Sitting yeah. right in the middle. Uh, if I was sat at the back and came in late, I would have got a much better view. Um, so, so that wasn't really selling yeah you. selling me also uh when they talked about the playstation for the slim version uh and it was announced at 259 i thought uh oh, pro is going to be a lot more than that yeah i think so I everyone like, thought oh, that. oh man what price is this going to be um and then right up until the end of the presentation i'm like just show me the blooming console i've got an empty cover <laughs> I see it. and if you don't because when they announced ps4 they didn't show the console they yeah. showed the dualshock yeah, yeah. 4 but they wait till e3 to reveal the console You're like, Please, so like, we need a cover. come on guys i need you to just release the image of what it looks like <laughs> so i can put it on the blooming cover or else it's just going to be like one a picture of us just like hey there's a console like, double we'll, thumbs up we'll, we'll get milf to like dude or like hand draw a mock-up <laughs> ps4 like. pro uh, but no that was good uh, i was very pleasantly surprised come the end that it was 349 mm. uh, mm. i mean that's the price that ps4 launched at three years ago and for what playstation 4 pro is doing that's amazing uh and so yeah presentation like by the end i was like okay right and then afterwards we got to go play with it and we got to go see a lot of lovely tech demos. So I saw tech demos of Horizons Zero Dawn. I saw tech demos of Days Gone, of Mass Effect, of Uncharted 4, of The Last of Us. Holy hell, I'm buying a new television. <laughs> like, It's that much of a big, a, a big difference. Yeah, I think it's a total Because we could not tell on stream. It's like 720 no, it, <laughs> So there was a really good line. I need to find it in my transcription because I'll be putting it in the mag. But one of the guys was saying like the challenge they face with... Uh, like trying to show people like how big of a deal this is it's like trying to sell color tvs on a black and white television set mm -hmm. when everyone had black and white tellies i mean you could maybe try and imagine but until you actually see it like you don't really get the full wow effect uh i would liken so so 4k is the buzzword that everyone knows about right i would actually say focus less on that focus more on hdr um because that I think is as significant a leap as it was going from standard def to high def. Now, that's my personal opinion. That's that's not based on any tech specs or anything like that. But just I was sitting there and I was watching them and, and they had the debug set up with a toggle so they could say, right, this is what it's like HDR 4K. We'll toggle back. This is what it's like 1080p with no HDR. Mm. And I was just like, yeah, I'm definitely buying a tally for this. HDR is... I don't know how we've got on without it. Really? <laughs> Seeing what it does to the game. It games. feels that essential. Yeah. So would you say then it's if you're an existing PS4 owner, it's worth making the upgrade to PS4 Pro for HDR? But we're all getting HDR. We're all getting HDR. Right? I mean, there's still a couple of questions surrounding that, but HDR is coming for everyone. Yeah. Uh, so it would be wrong of me to say for you that one feature, for that. you should yeah. buy a PS4 Pro. I think... Well, I know I'm going to buy a PS4 Pro. Absolutely. I know I'm going to buy a telly for it. Um, just so, so the, the biggest thing that really jumped out to me, like when it was swapping between the 4K HDR stuff and the regular 1080p that we're all slumming around with at the moment. Uh, <laughs> amateurs. PS4 I just, amateurs. I, I, so when, when he switched back, I was just like, this is this like deliberately downgraded to like bump up the Ooh. effect? <laughs> like... I can't believe how we have been satisfied with non-HDR colours. Right. 
So, well, how are the colours different? So, I think the, the, the clearest one for me was uh, Horizon. Right. And we were just looking at a, uh, at a horizon, funnily enough, in Horizon. And the sun was like really bright. A couple of devs said this same phrase, so I wonder if they were kind of set up to, okay. to to use this. But they were like, oh, if you look at the sun, it almost hurts your eyes. Oh, oh yeah, no, I've heard so, a lot of, right. oh, you're going to have to wear real sunglasses. Yeah, so, <laughs> so like, yeah. to, be, to be fair, the first guy who said that day is gone. He said, oh, if you look at the sun, it's really bright, it almost hurts your eyes. And he was like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> like, they instantly realised, like, it doesn't. But, but you know when you've been at the cinema and you're watching something and suddenly it has, like, a really, like, white screen effect and it does actually, you know, oh, you, you do get that sensation from it. Like, That's cool. If, if, if you stare at an image of the sun on an HDR telly, it won't make you blind. If you go out and do it with the real sun, it will make you blind. Yeah. Don't do that. So it's not like it's the actual sun, but you, you definitely get a sense of it's a much truer depiction of the world right so horizon you've got this lovely sun it's casting shadows on uh, the ground where like it's hitting the trees and stuff you really get a sense that this is like a, i don't want to say living breathing world because that is wank uh, <laughs> but it, it really feels like uh so here, here in the office we work on the third floor and on the fourth floor we have a floor of photography mags and it looked like one of the great spreads that you get in one of those photography mags. It looks like a professional photographer has gone out there with the best kit, snapped it, put it on a big TV, wow. uh, and you get to play that. Because already like, that... It, it genuinely looks like you see the world. Um, wow. And I'm sure like you guys have had this where you're overlooking an IC or whatever, and you get out your phone and you take a picture, and the picture looks nothing yeah, like yeah. what you're it looking at. It's like, the... what happened to all the colours? Yeah. Uh, what HDR does... It allows you to have the brightest brights and like the darkest dark patches on the same screen. Right. And standard def tellies can't do that. I mean, standard definition, uh, like still HD tellies, yeah. but mm. stuff without HDR, it can't cope with that balance. Okay. Uh, so it's so just they about contrast, of, right? So they sort of equalise stuff. So it, the TVs can't resolve that colour palette. So they just and average HDR, it out. To some extent, yeah. yeah, there's some auto balancing where sort of at both ends of the spectrum they're kind of drawn in, so you don't get the the real detailed blacks mm. and like shadowy scenes because it just can't handle it. Whereas HDR can do that and it can play with both light and shadow in the same picture uh, to a very satisfying extent. Um, and then yeah, in this Horizon scene. He swapped back to non-HDR version, and the sun almost disappeared. He's oh like, oh, so you can still see the sun. I'm like, can I? <laughs> like, <laughs> genuinely, like, I, I just saw grey sky, and it still looked good, but having literally just been watching what it looks like with the right telly on PS4 Pro, I just looked at this and thought, this isn't... I, I can't be satisfied by see, this that's anymore. crazy to me, because mm -hmm. I played Horizon Zero Dawn at E3, and already I was like, this is... Basically, one of the most beautiful, if not the most beautiful game I've seen on yeah. PS4. I think I might actually do a cry if I see it in HDR. It's just, it, it feels like a different game. And, like, Sony have been super, super clear about this not being the next generation. Like, this is the same generation, just enhanced. And like, we'll talk about that much more another time and place. Um, we've only got a finite time here for the mini so because yeah. we do have a Mac to make. <laughs> uh, but, like, I feel... Well, the fact well, that everyone's well, getting HDR anyway. Yeah, like I, uh, I know why they're saying that, and I wouldn't go against what they're saying. But it does. It do, 
the, the difference almost is like generational. Right. It's not, but you could kind of half like if they wanted to say, oh yeah, this is next gen stuff. You could you could kind of believe it. Right. Um, which makes me wonder what they've got up their sleeve for the next <laughs> year. Uh, but no, it's it's genuinely amazing and like that stuff came across so much better than the presentation did and i just know that it's like vr so we've been saying on the podcast in the mag for a while you, everything you read about vr everything you watch about vr is nothing like actually playing mm -hmm. vr and when you play vr you definitely become a believer yeah. in what psvr is doing the hdr argument i would say is the same thing you you have to see it on the right equipment to fully appreciate what HDR is doing and for the games that support it it's not like an automatic thing it does have to be supported but for the games that are supporting it oh my word it's brilliant and the really cool thing is uh, I got a sense of this from everyone who I talked to there it's not going to mean that your games are going to take two years longer to make so the big issue we've had in the last two generations versus the gens before is that it takes a lot longer to make games right you need bigger teams you need ridiculous amounts of money poured into the development of a game such as final fantasy 15 for instance this stuff the 4k stuff and the hdr so for days no for infamous second sun and infamous first light there are two people at sucker punch who are dealing with this for days gone, so the the freak, they're not zombies, you know, the yeah, freak like of open, world survival. open world survival game uh, from Bend that they showed at E3 for the first time. One person is doing it. Jesus. It's wow. just a tech thing. It doesn't require any new assets because the assets are already created at resolution that works for 4K gaming. Like these are just assets that are being created anyway. Uh, it's just that we get to see them so much better. We see more of them um, thanks to what like PS4 Pro can chuck I out I guess screen. that's why they've not gone, okay, this is like a new generational thing, even though it might seem like that sort of yeah, so everyone, everyone, it's just not... Everyone there was kind of laughing, like, yeah, it's really easy to do this. And like <laughs> HDR itself is not computationally heavy. Like it doesn't really put any strain on the CPU over and above what it would be doing anyway. So like this is this is just... A trick that people have been waiting for the tellies to come along to to utilize essentially and there were some games like infamous second son you know a few years ago now but that had hdr stuff baked into it as part of the asset pipeline right. so um this is a kind of broader question do you think this will be the start of a sort of a smartphone type uh hardware refresh every two to three years or do you think this is sony had the chance to really utilize this technology and have jumped on it now so it's hard to say right um and i should make it clear yes we're official playstation yes i'm editor of opm i'm not gonna approach this question with any insight direct from andrew house or anyone at this event like <laughs> this is just my take on it my read on it um so the the very clear messaging that this is not next gen tells me they are thinking about next gen already given that microsoft are going to be releasing a machine that is apparently going to do away with mm -hmm. generations at the end of next mm. year i would i i would not be surprised i have no idea it might be 10 years off that Sony want to do next gen i would imagine looking at timescales of previous gens in a couple of years we will be starting to talk about ps5 i i think that timescale makes sense i don't think we'll be talking about it next year because that just makes this stuff redundant, a little bit yeah. redundant 
Uh, so I think a couple of years' time we'll be talking about it quite a lot. And I don't know. I think it depends on how well PS4 Pro does, first of all. I think if it doesn't do well, and I think that would be a real shame because, oh, my word, it is brilliant. Um, but if it doesn't do well, then I think the idea of future revisions to hardware will be a tough one to tackle. Um, if it does, then maybe it will make it a bit more likely. But ultimately, I guess it depends what the next generation brings and whether it would ever make sense to revise that hardware again. Uh, I think I think this puts on the table the idea of a like at one point in every gen, if there do continue to be gens, and there is a question mark about that. Um, that's G-E-N's generations, not, not <laughs> There will continue to be gens. Crikey. <laughs> With imagine. a J. Can uh, I ask you about PSVR? Uh, yeah, in a, in a sec. In a I'll, sec. Fit, I'll finish this. I've forgotten my point now, Jen. Oh, I'm sorry. You've you're jet-lagged. I can't do this to uh, you. disrupted me. Um, so I think it puts on the table the idea that maybe mid-gen, you get this machine that the enthusiasts can adopt to get more out of their existing games. Maybe, but... Who knows? Like, I, I don't think we'll be in a situation where, like Apple, there'll be, you know, there's a new iPhone every year or whatever. I don't think we'll be in a situation in a situation where there is a PlayStation box and every year that PlayStation box is replaced by a newer, cooler model. And in three years' time, like the PlayStation box from then is is dead and obsolete, and you need to buy. I don't know. I think that becomes a little bit too complicated. Yeah. Um, so I would certainly hope not as a consumer. And I think that would be a very... Because then you're just getting into PCs, right? Yeah. And I, yeah. Don't, I don't know if just it would go that Just upgrading parts yeah. and stuff. Uh, that would kind of, like, reduce the need. For but who knows? Like, genuinely, who knows? Like, the rate that tech moves on, is anybody's guess right now? Yeah. Speaking of new tech. New tech! PSVR. PSVR. Because yeah. I, re I really want to know, because um, I was watching the presentation and sort of reading up on stuff that was coming out, and um, there was this phrase that came up that kind of worried me, because I'm going to uh, pre-order PSVR now, because yeah. I'm completely sold. Um, they said something like, um, because obviously the PlayStation 4 Pro, they said, oh, there'll be benefits to, for, to PSVR, like everything will kind of look better and run smoother. And they said something like, um, you know, we're really proud of what we were able to do with PSVR on the original PS4, which kind of made me a bit worried because that makes me think, oh my goodness, is PS4 going to be like so much better than the original PS4 running PSVR that I'm going to buy it and run it on my original PS4 and then I'm going to be super annoyed and jealous so, that it looks way better what's so there it was, like so there was one game uh that i played they only had one game there in vr uh, which was farpoint now fortunately i played farpoint last week on regular <laughs> ps4 so i was perhaps <laughs> best pretty good idea to kind of judge the differences uh for people who don't know farpoint is a first person shooter that uses the psvr aim controller which is a big ass gun basically uh, and you move around with the stick that's on the gun uh, it's not an on-rail shooter like uh, Until Dawn, Rush of Blood. Uh, it is one that you are in control of and you are attacked by spider-like creatures, a bit like Starship Troopers, which I think you wrote in the, in the upcoming magazine, Ben. <laughs> yep. um, so that is Farpoint. I... So first of all, let me tell you what Farpoint... Do I have it in my notes? They are putting looking out... through his little blue book of They have scribbles. doubled the pixel count... Uh, for Farpoint via PS4 Pro. It's the same frame rate. Um, 
60 up to 120 thanks mm-hmm. to the magic of that processor box uh, but they have doubled the pixel count but obviously psvr itself is like a contained unit it's not a 4k display in there mm. so they are it's basically outputting a better quality picture that's then crunched down for the headset yeah the screen so it's process it's it's like super sampling basically so the end result is it looks better it doesn't look two times better so like they're okay. putting out like the two times yeah, yeah. more pixels and they're being crunched down to vr you, you, but the difference you, isn't that i mean crazy. i mean maybe like maybe if it was doing like what the other demos were doing they were side by side and there was a screen wiping like one way and the other and you could see like maybe but having played it a week beforehand and then playing it last no night before last i don't know what day it is <laughs> night before last um i did not get the sensation when i took off that headset that i just played something that looked twice as good as the other one it, it really didn't it looked um sharper and i could discern a bit more detail from yeah. the world but it, it again like i might be made a fool of they might put out two screens and be like oh my god the difference is huge <laughs> but i i didn't feel like that was the case and it's quite a not cartoony but it's very it's a little bit like firewatch where it's not on a like an amazingly detailed world like i felt when i played it it felt like it was a bit sort of 60s sci-fi in a sense yeah i i wouldn't i challenge the use of well, that not, game because it's because it hasn't got like a a stylish aesthetic in that no, sense no it, it, uh, it's i think it's fair to say it's it's a uh, if I say it's like a minimalist looking game, that just sounds like it's totally barren. But ultimately, you are on a, a kind of arid alien planet with a lot of desert and rock formations. So it's not, for instance, a lush, verdant horizon world mm. with swaying grass and mm. trees and all that stuff. So it's not putting as much out on the screen or, you know, in the VR headset as some other games are. So so it's it's kind of scaled back in the sense of, things that are happening on screen um i I wouldn't really identify as being artistically styled in any way it felt quite a straight up here's an alien planet um because like robinson the journey is pretty like lush and verdant and like i i i just playing it on a regular ps4 and psvr like thought it was one of the best looking things i've seen in psvr yet but obviously there's not things really jumping at you at the game it's more of a kind of slow exploration i'll tell you what i I, because i because i was really familiar with farpoint i was playing it a little bit faster and looser this time and i'll tell you what actually when when you yeah when you're not uh just hanging back taking things um gently and you're getting up and things are jumping at your face like okay yeah maybe i'll butt pedal now (laughs) i had a really weird situation where i was really trying to scrutinize the graphics to get a a true sense of how big a leap it was over just the ps4 um powered version of farpoint on psvr lots of ps's to, (laughs) to keep track of here this is the worst conversation to have while jet lagged and there there's one point where you have to walk over a very thin rock bridge over a chasm Uh-oh. and uh i didn't pay attention to where i was going this time i fell and that was a weird <gasps> sensation oh, God. just like falling straight down it's like whoa <laughs> did you feel your stomach just like fall down and not, your body stay upright? not quite but i definitely there was there was a, a tiniest moment where my brain's like 
what? <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? You know, that's the weirdest thing in VR for me because um, I was playing uh, Ocean Descent. You know, the it comes with PlayStation VR Worlds uh, where you get like five games in one, kind of like small experiences. This is the one where you're in a shark cage yeah. and you're dumped in the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're going down. Um, and like at That's one... the only one I've not played of VR Worlds, oh, actually. I'm very so excited good. to play it. It's so good. It's probably... Maybe my favourite, a little bit over oh, London Heist. Oh, come on, Heist. what about Heist? Oh, it's a, oh, but you get to reload by hitting the, bu- the pretty, base of a move It's pretty controller. amazing. But, like, this was so, so involving. Anyway, so a, a shark basically starts, like, bashing your cage around about halfway through, which is terrifying. <laughs> but it was really interesting to me, and I write a little bit about it in our second magazine we've got with this mag coming out, the VR one. Um, but you kind of, like... As the, I could see and sort of like feel because I was in there, like the cage like wobbling and shaking mm. as the shark was bashing into it. So I was sort of like trying to correct my brain was like I kind of have to correct my balance and right. like like even though I was obviously standing on solid ground yeah. in the real world, but the floor in VR was moving under me and my kind of legs were like mm, I kind of like <laughs> my brain was like what is happening? It's so strange. It's yeah. really interesting. But yeah, that's when you're finally like oh I'm so so immersed that my legs are like trying to balance something which doesn't need to be balanced it's crazy i suppose the good news is that our readers are going to be able to find out all of this in the next mag because we've done yes. so much on psvr we and have played yes. a lot of vr between us all yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's good like i went to an event last week and played a bunch of stuff that to be fair like you two had already played a fair bit of it but i finally played batman and that was <laughs> awesome and i played resi in vr and which did you play lantern no i played the beginning oh, the first demo, so that's the, the one that i played at e3 but yeah. actually like when i saw it was that i was like damn i've played this like a dozen times yeah so you kind of know but actually i'm so glad it was that demo because i really appreciated how it changed in vr in ways that i just hadn't expected the game itself is obviously the same so they aren't doing anything different but I played that demo genuinely around 12 times. Uh, I was like trying to find the dummy finger. I was trying to get all seven instances of tracking down the ghost. secrets. Um, getting the different endings. Just poking around and seeing what I could do and find. And just appreciating Resi's good again. Um, <laughs> and when I put VR on, it really struck me that the, like, the scale of that house and the sense that it is... I almost felt like it was trying to attack me. So this is what I mean. When when you play it just on a TV, you walk down a corridor and you're seeing that there's wallpaper peeling off and folding back on itself. And you're seeing that like the ceiling is like through damp and years of neglect is caving in and you go up to the attic and there are splintered boards and you you take that in and it's fine, but then when you do it in VR, it's like the walls and the ceiling and the wallpaper are actually reaching out to touch you. Like it, it feels like the house is invading your personal space mm. and you feel that it, everything's just a bit narrower. It's a little bit farther in and you get a sense of the scale in terms of your body in that yeah, house. Yeah. You're not a screen in that house. You, you, you don't see your body, but like you feel like you are there and it feels like, yeah, that, that flap of wallpaper is actually like, it feels like it's sticking out like half a foot. Uh, whereas on TV, it was just, it might as well have been a flat texture. And when you're moving through, you kind of want to like just shift your shoulder slightly so that you don't bump yeah. it against mm-hmm. a, a, you know, a splintered plank of wood in the attic that's, that's broken. And 
yeah, you definitely get a sense of claustrophobia playing in VR. And I think playing the unfamiliar, because I knew it inside out, I knew what was going to happen. There was, there was nothing scary about playing it in VR, having rinsed it so yeah, much. Yeah, you know what's going I knew like, all the trigger points. But playing unknown Resident Evil 7 in VR, I think is going to be a very special experience. Um, so I'm super excited about that. And it didn't make me ill, which I'm really chuffed yeah. about. <laughs> no, it didn't make me ill either. Yeah, Everyone so... else was kind of like, I had a lot of people who were like, oh, I had to take the headset off because I, I felt sick. But I think maybe they were just scared. Uh, big old scaredy cats. Speaking of big old scaredy cats, we saw a video of you playing it. Did we talk about this on the podcast before? <laughs> we did we promise to put it up? I don't know. Yes, yeah, we... she did. We oh, haven't put it up we yet. We need to get it off that. Gilman. So this, uh, okay. again, uh, maybe you didn't hear last time. Uh, Matt Gilman took a, a video of Ben playing Resi 7 at Gamescom. And Absolutely. It, it's, it's I was I was only scared of the piercing eyes of an editor of a games mag judging me as I <laughs> sucked at yeah, a game. Yeah, Gilman just like, mm, how are you doing there, Ben? Um, Let's put it up. Let's. It feels like sure there are definitely more Matt. things to chat about for PS4 Pro. I mean, suffice to say, this isn't the end of what we'll be talking about it, and there'll be lots more in the mag. We'll have a mag podcast as well. Probably go into it. Yeah, a bit more. I'm just. It's kind of hard. Like I am so discombobulated at the moment, having just come back. <laughs> And it's it's been a bit whirlwind. Um, I'm trying to think if anything's really jumping out as as like critical. I must cover it. Just I don't know. Like even Infamous, which feels like a bit old hat now towards the end of 2016, given that it was one of the earliest titles for Second Son. Okay, so uh, Last Light was a little bit later, but the difference that HDR makes to that is huge. I tell you what is worth actually very quickly talking about. And so far, I've really just said about PS4 Pro full stuff, like chucking everything at the screen. It, I'm definitely buying a new telly for. However, I appreciate not everyone really wants to go out and buy a new telly, right? Mm. So if you are just sticking with your telly, you might be wondering, well, is PS4 Pro going to do anything for me? And the answer is yes, because it can still give you enhanced performance, enhanced graphics with your standard telly. So that might be same graphics as you currently have but a certain developer might make their game 60 frames per second instead of 30 frames per second which ps4 um might be doing for, I, I mean th there are loads of different games right so cod is always 60 frames a second um but there you know there are some games which are 30 which are gonna be 60. is there any Pro. confirmed yet because i can think of one big game that came out this year that had a multiplayer mode which was 60 frames per second <laughs> but a single player mode that was only 30 frames per second you know what i genuinely need to go back and listen to the it, that's one of the only round tables i've not yet transcribed okay uh, I think so, ben's, ben's trying to so, bring up a certain game so he can talk about it again because yeah, uh, he loves it gen genuinely <laughs> i can't remember i know that they are outputting at 4k like um, the Last of Us is eight million pixels of frame. That's being out eight million. Um, which is. Well, I'll play that again in that. Uh, yeah. But I, I genuinely can't talk frame rate. I. No, I can actually. It's thirty. Oh, uh, it's Last of Us. I don't have Fire Uncharted, but Last of Us is thirty frames. Okay. But it's four K. Yes, um, and it isn't it because uh, they upgraded it on PS4 to sixty K. Uh, sixty frames per second. But 1080p. So when it goes wow. up to 4K, it's 30 it's frames. It's got to go back. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you've got situations where, say, Tomb Raider, uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider with PS4 Pro, there are actually three options, and it's up to players to choose what oh, they want. Nice. So you can play it in 4K, 
but for people without 4K tellies, you can have the uh, the frame rate option, which locks it at 1080p, makes a couple of sacrifices on rendering side, but unlocks the frame rate, so it can go as high as it, so no, interestingly oh. no, so it's like it can go as high as pass. So they were saying they're getting over 45. Okay. Um, but I mean, Rise of Tomb Raider is really intensive. Like, honestly, look at like the PCs that you need to really get that game going. Um, so to have that from a 350 quid console is pretty special. Yeah. Uh, or you can go for the graphic option, which is 1080p locked at 30 frames a second. However, they chuck like all manner of graphic effects mm. at it so it looks better so, so you then get the you get to choose well are you playing it for speed running in which case you want the fastest frame rate possible to make everything really smooth and you combat you'll be like one shot in everything without fail or do you want to just like sacrifice sacrificing inverted commas i mean 30 frames per second is is kind of a standard these days um whether or not that pleases you that's that's the <laughs> truth you know we get 60 frames from some games but you know it's, it's definitely not every game uh but you know do you want to stick with 30 but have more fidelity in the world gorgeous mountains and snow so yeah so so it's really interesting it's a lot to digest it's a lot for me to digest it's a lot of numbers rambled a lot on here so <laughs> I, feel really like, bad. I feel like i should have given you at least a few hours of sleep but yeah. it is bad. <laughs> uh, so I don't know, maybe you're you're sitting there listening to us, listening to me rabbit on, and this is all very confusing. Apologies if if so, that is a, entirely a possibility. Um, but next issue, we will give you a very coherent, clear, I hope, Spell it out. Uh, and then, picture of exactly what PS4 Pro is, what it can do, what it means for you as, you know, someone who's new to playstation someone who's already a playstation owner i feel like we um, need a venn diagram of like you are here therefore yeah. <laughs> you should have this this and this and then you're in this bit so you'll yeah get and, and like it's you know it's going to be an ongoing story because there are still things that are unknown about it so one interesting thing was an admission from the guy from insomniac i want to say for spider-man okay uh i again i need to check my notes but i'm pretty sure it was insomniac who were saying like there is an unknown for us and that is you know hdr there isn't an industry standard yet there are different types um ps4 uh is hdr 10 friendly it is not built with dolby's in mind um but you've got different manufacturers who make tvs that right. are hdr ready but their interpretation of hdr will be different. different so you put out the same screen on sony or samsung panasonic whatever and you will get different images right so they are kind of just exploring that stage where it's like right can we get a sense of whatever make of tv you have this is gonna look right and it's not gonna turn into a literal sun that will blind your eyes <laughs> or or you know the colors might be off um so yeah it's, so it's interesting for the devs to figure out like is there qa testing this uh it throws up the introduction of playstation 4 pro um alongside playstation 4 and then you've got the you know regular traditional tellies or you've got the hdr tellies 4k tellies hdr 4k um that's a lot of permutations as to what console and what telly you've got so from a qa point of view from a testing point of view that is quality assurance you've got people who have to kind of test all these permutations to make sure well this lighting setup you got for this level is perfect on every single option how apart from this one where 
this light that you've got that was perfectly balanced for everything else becomes like all dominant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, or just like doesn't damage the telly, but yeah. just the the it's so bright that you just can't see anything else on yeah. the screen. Uh, so they're just like going through that process, making sure the balancing is right. Um, but it's very exciting times. It's it's super exciting to be a gamer right now because this is going to really, really change the way your games look. And that's so exciting. Yay. Yeah, I think that's a great point to leave it. We'll have questions again next uh, episode, which I'm sure there might be a certain topic <laughs> we'll uh, focus on. Um, yeah, but that'll come and we'll discuss the new mag that's going to come out September. The September 27th. Issue, you mean Feb, Jen? I mean February. Feb, obviously. Wow. The Feb <laughs> issue. September 27th. Um, yeah, and we'll kind of go through uh, the feature again, talk some more PS4 yeah. Pro, got some great reviews coming. Yeah, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at OPM underscore UK. Don't forget to add us on Facebook. We don't are... forget the most important thing. Don't forget there's a mag out right now. <gasps> oh, that's, you always <gasps> leave. thumbsticks. You oh, always thumbsticks. leave the best till last. Well, thumbstick covers, thumbstick grips. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. if you've got, if you're kind of given the, the old rubber on your thumbsticks, bit of a pounding, you just have these, pop them over, protect the lovely rubber on your limited oh, yeah. edition. Sure, and don't forget as well in the mag, all the wonderful, wonderful puns. Oh yeah, there's a lot Always of the puns. best part. There's a lot oh, of good puns, but you, there's more like to good, come. If you like good puns, <laughs> we've got some treats for your next issue. <laughs> yeah, do go pick up. It's uh, 127, so that's the one with Destiny on the cover, Rise of Iron. Um, free 20-page Destiny magazine as part yeah. of that, the free thumbstick grips, um, and some awesome reviews from these guys, Deus Ex Mankind Divided, No Man's Sky, there's some other stuff as well, but to be honest, I've forgotten what's in it because I'm so focused <laughs> on this issue, uh, which is kind of dominating every waking thought right now. Uh, I can't talk about everything we've got in this upcoming issue, um, but like we've got some cool reviews uh, of, of a few games you might not have heard of, actually, which are definitely worth checking out. Um, I seem to have reviewed most of them uh, <laughs> and had a, had a very good time with them. And we've got like big old features on Obviously, PS4 Pro, Titanfall, WWE 2K17. We've been sending people all over the world this issue to make it. So uh, and get shot in the neck. Yeah, get yeah. Shot in the neck. In the name of journalism. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so send us your suggestions as to where you want Ben to get shot next time. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! This <laughs> is not of a discussion. Okay. <laughs> I'm a once and done type of guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I think that about wraps it up for this mini-side. Awesome. Yeah, see you soon, guys. Bye. Thank Bye. you very much. <laughs>